0: What's up guys, Rishi here. Welcome to the podcast. Today our guest is Logan Verveindon. He is an engineer at Afrinic, the internet number registry for Africa. In this podcast, we cover web security elements such as TLS 1.3 and DOH.
1: Yes, uh, hi Rishi. We are at that to are all-in-a-hackathon right now for the IETF 103. We cover a range of different technologies right now. Uh, part of it is about security. For example, there's a lot of work right now going on with TS1.3, which is the next generation successor to TS1.2. Um, there's also work going on with HTTP 451, which is not exactly related to security. It's more about legal requests on the internet. For example, if you have a government that want to, let's say, block a specific page, you don't need to block the whole website. You can have a specific page blocked. So that's why the Eurocode, sorry, the status code HTTP451 was used. And then you have a third group, which is working on SSH. So when we tend, think about SSH, we tend to think about uh, the command line utility that everybody uses, but it's much larger than this because you have libraries that are built around the SSH protocol. So, for example, you've got all kinds of Java libraries, for example, doing SSH. So SSH is similar to TLS in that it's about protecting information that's going from one endpoint to another endpoint but the design is different so in terms of SSH it's more about securely connecting to specific endpoints whereas the case of TLS it's more like trusting certain hosts on the internet so SSH is used for example mostly for remote management so you have all kinds of devices on the network and SSH allows you to securely remotely manage it.
0: Got it. Thank you, Logan. Let's talk a bit about TLS 1.3. It is a major update in the sense that it is faster and more secure than its previous versions. You've been working on TLS 1.3. Can you tell us a bit about that?
1: So basically, TLS 1.3, is an improvement over previous version of TLS because it offers a number of privacy options that are not found in previous version of TLS. And also it's faster because it requires less round trip to establish a connection. So uh, the whole team has work on TLS 1.3 support on software such as wget, curl, it,
0: Just to give a little context to the audience, WGET is a computer program that retrieves content from web servers using HTTP or FTP. On the other hand, CURL is a computer program which provides a library and command line tool for transferring data using various protocols. Also Git is a version control system which allows you to collaborate with people online. Finally, SoCat is a command line based utility which establishes two bidirectional byte stream and transfer data between them. Logan and his team at cyberstorm.mu made sure that tls 1.3 is compatible with with those networking softwares. Moving on. I found that uh, with TLS, the support for previous uh, L- mechanisms such as MD5 and SHA hash functions have been dropped because these were outdated.
1: Yes, correct. So, um, those are mostly used for signatures, uh, like cryptographic uh, signatures, basically they are basically hashes. Um, and the problem is that uh, hashes are supposed to be unique. And when you have one way of generating the same hash with two different uh, inputs, then this causes a number of issues. So that's why they needed to be deprecated.
0: Okay, that's good. And see how added support for modern algorithms such as, uh, shasha Twenty, Poly thirteen zero five, Stream Cipher. I am reading from the from my notes here. I see that there's quite a lot of new features.
1: Yes, um, the field of cryptographic and uh, mathematics is continuously evolving. So as weaknesses are found we also researchers are looking at new cryptographic algorithms and new theories that can be used to make stronger crypto yes. and, and one of them is chacha20 and yes there, there's
0: the chacha20 this is also our scssa/pss signature mm-hmm. algorithm there, are some modern crypto algorithms making making the web a lot more secure now.
1: Yes, correct.
0: Getting back to TLS 1.3, TLS 1.3 is much much faster because there's a new handshake model. There's a fewer round trips. In fact, there's only one round trip. Do you know a bit about that? The new handshake model.
1: Yes, so um, by default, TLS 1.3 works in uh, what we call one RTT, meaning that there's still some handshaking involved, but what it does, it, it compresses. So you have larger TLS messages. So instead of having, for example, the client hello and then the server hello, and then another port for the keys, and then another set of... Um, Roundtrip for the keys. We, everything is included in the first uh, client hello. So, also the, the pre shared keys is included. And when the server replies to you, it replies with a server hello as well as the pre shared key. So, you have bigger TLS messages, but the advantage is that you send less information to the trip. What you're talking about is quite specific. So it's called zero RTT. Um, by making a few, let's say, um, by making the TLS connection a bit less secure, you basically save on the time that you need each time you have to establish a handshake. So it's called early data. But right now, it's there are still ongoing research about the security impact of it in terms of um, real-world deployment out there. So zero RTT right now is nice, but not everybody, not that many organization deploy.
0: We were also talking about DNS over HTTPS. This is also my favorite part. So I I read a bit about it. I found that it is a protocol. It is for, it is being performed for DNS resolutions via HTTPS protocol. So can you tell us a bit about DoH DNS over HTTPS?
1: So DNS over HTTPS was not quite designed for uh, by DNS architect. So in terms of DNS engineering group, um, it's not. It's a quite a controversial standard DoH. The reason why DoH came into existence is that, despite the fact that we have a lot of new technologies out there, for example, for doing DNS over TLS, you only get it in the latest version of Android. So you only get it in you only get DNS over TLS in Android 9, and Android 9 has less than 20% of a market share. So you've got all of those people running older versions of Android, but you have no way to really secure their DNS because when you visit a website such as let's say www.wikileaks.org or www.yourfavoritepoliticalparty.com your favorite political party.com. So someone snooping in you can see by looking at your DNS traffic can infer where you're going. So it's increasingly a privacy concern for a lot of people. So the idea there is a bunch of browser makers such as Firefox got together working with providers such as Cloudflare. And what they are doing, they came up with DOH, which is DNS over HTTPS. Instead of doing the DNS at the systems level, the DNS uh, resolver process at the system level, we do it within the browser itself essentially what happened with, in the latest version of Firefox you have the option of pushing your traffic, your DNS traffic over an HTTP um, when you do that it works, then there is some performance penalty it's not that big, but for privacy concerns, people consider the performance penalty to be acceptable. The <laughs> problem with this is that it raises a number of issues. Most people, they, they don't know where their DNS traffic is going. They are sure to it's going to the ISP. And the ISP is used to seeing your DNS traffic. In fact, there's a whole market out there of monetizing DNS traffic so previously the money that was going in through ISPs by monetizing the DNS traffic could not be going there so it could be going to a CDN provider and this is causing a lot of friction so it's not only a technical debate it's also about a
0: business debate Uh, It's a bit about the
1: business. it is. Correct.
0: Due to an internet connectivity issue, Logan could not be heard properly, so I'm going to clarify what he meant in the next minutes. Logan continued by explaining how tracking of users' web history via DNS can pose a legal issue, based on GDPR for Europe and the Data Protection Act for Mauritius next slogan was asked about his most used websites. He replied, IETF.org and slash dot. IETF stands for the Internet Engineering Task Force. It is an open standard organization which develops and promotes voluntary internet standards. In particular, the standards that comprise the Internet Protocol suite. It has no formal membership or membership requirements. At ietf.org, you can find about Automated Network Management, Internet of Things, New Transport Technology, and much more. Logan uses the website to find out new networking innovations. Logan uses Slashdot.org for technology and open source related articles. Both of those websites are linked in the description along with a link to cyberstorm.mu where you can find more about Logan and his team.